0: What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Good morning, world, and welcome to the retired hood rap podcast. It's your girl, comedian T barb in the building live on detroit is different don't forget you can catch us live on youtube each and every monday <laughs> we don't know what time we start because we black i say 10 30 i, I mean 11 11 30 whatever but if you're on around that time make sure you go subscribe to my youtube channel comedian T. B A R B. And every Thursday, you can hear us live on Detroit is Different on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. So go like us on one of those retired hood rap podcasts with your girl, comedian T Barb. Today, we have an amazing show lined up for you as every week. We got your girl, Danny Redwine in the building. Ah. Oh, hey. Let me give her some little air horns. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. With your girl Danny Redwine in the building. She's gonna tell you a little bit about herself, and then of course I'm your host comedian T Barb, and we have the one and only Kari Frazier of Detroit is Different coming in to let you know about the crowd funding project for a lot of studio which i'll be hosting a couple events there so if you're in the metro detroit area you're looking to get back to the community you want to go somewhere where it's lit outdoor podcasting outdoor uh community garden and resources food and all that stuff make sure you hit up a lot of studio which is an outdoor uh platform, okay? All by Detroit is different. If this is your first time listening to the show, thank you so, so much for tuning in to the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. If this is not your first time, then you already know how we do, okay? I'm a Retired Hood Rat, but don't forget, relapse is a part of recovery, so you may hear me doing a lot of Hood Rat-ish throughout the broadcast, but I start with the word of the day, which is my way to... Be the Ayala of the ghetto because I want to be inspirational. I want to inspire um, and I want to retire. So we do that with the word of the day. After the word of the day, I come with my hood rat prayer. Okay. It's not about Jehovah. It's not about Hishnu. It's not about a deity. So I'm not going to... Push any religious um influence on you is more about opening up to the universe. I say dear God, but you can say whatever. If it's the God in you, whatever it is, sometimes I just like to open it up, and people don't understand how prayer um changes things. Shout out to everybody who is listening live on my TikTok comedian T Barb. People on here, they just so wild. So good morning to Ernest Car 867, uh Pimp. G listen, pimp pimp pqp acting up, okay? Please don't act on there and just keep listening. So it is time for um our word of the day, and this week's word of the day um comes from a lot that's been going on. I see a lot of people have been suffering from depression. You see a lot of suicide coming up, those type of things. And In today's world, as you're watching television, it is depressing, everything is depressing. But what I want to encourage you to do is to focus on the good, okay? Focus on the good, stop focusing on other people. Sometimes you have to cut the television off. Sometimes you have to cut your friends off, your family off. If you know someone that constantly is calling you and every time they're calling you, it is a problem. They are calling you because they are sad. They are calling you because they are depressed. It's nothing wrong with being there for your family sometimes, but if you're not in a mental state to be there, it is okay to say, I'm not in the mental state to be there. Remember, if you're not well, you cannot help anyone else. I'm going to repeat this again. If you are not okay, you can't help anybody else. It's hard to pour from an empty cup. And there's so many of us that we just want to pour. We want to pour. We want to pour. And we don't realize it's affecting us. It's hurting us. So it is okay to shut down from the world. It is okay to tell your family and friends, I need a break today. I need a break today because it's too much on me. When you break yourself down to the point of nothing, you have nothing to give the world, nothing to give anybody else. That's why happiness is so important. And a lot of people don't understand when you're constantly listening to negativity and degradation, that's how you'll feel. That's yeah. why That's why a lot of people don't understand why being with the wrong mate can really affect you. If you're with somebody and they're always negative, They always tear you down. You don't never look good. Everything is a problem. I hate my job. I hate this house. I hate, guess what? You'll start to hate things. You'll start to pick up on their behaviors. That's why if you're around someone who's happy all the time, it's infectious. Mm -hmm. It rubs off on you. If you're around somebody who work out every day, it make you want to work out. If you're around somebody who is focused on your happiness and your mental health, who's like, yo, go get you a counselor if you need one. Go get you some help. If you need some help, you'll be better for that. So sometimes you have to shut the world out and start doing things for you. You have to start focusing on you and saying, you know what? Mm -hmm. Today, I can't engage in the negativity. Today, Mm -hmm. I, I don't have anything to pour. You can't pour out of an empty cup. So that means that you have to focus on you. And sometimes you have to shut out the negativity. And I know, you know, we're going to talk about some things today. We're going to be talking about Monique. We'll be talking about the Uvalde shoes. We have to talk about those things. But I don't watch the news every day all day. You know why? Because I know it affects my mental health negatively. I make people laugh all day. There are people who say that is so insensitive. How can you be laughing right now? How can you be making people laugh right now? You know what I say to those people? I'm keeping myself mentally sane. Because if all I focus on is corona and this person passed, I mean, these things are real. These things are happening. I'm not saying not to acknowledge them. What I'm saying is if you consume yourself with them all the time, what will you have? There's a time when I'm serious. T-Barb is serious. T-Barb goes out and speak. T-Barb cry. I be depressed at home. I'm a real person. But at the end of the day, Yes, I do be goofy and laugh and silly because that feeds into my mental health. I can't be bogged down with it all day, every day. If I'm bogged down with it all day, every day, what do I have? What do I have for my son? What do I have for my family? He he, a kid. He still got to live the rest of his life. He got to go through all these years that I've been through. So, why would I want him to walk around depressed? Because I'm depressed because I have been inundating myself with negativity all day, every day. I'm not doing it. I'm a smile. I don't give a damn. I'm telling you, I'm dating the guy, who had to leave his ass because he's so negative. I don't want to be mad all day. If you want to be mad, that's fine. You just be, her hate the world. Arr, da, da, da. That's you. Okay. You die in the corner with your deathly friends. Me. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to eat something good. I'm going to eat. a. am a vegan. Y'all know that. But I'm going to eat all the vegan cheeseburgers I can. I'm just going to do what I got to do. okay? (laughs) because I'm telling you, because I want to be happy. okay? I want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. And there's nothing wrong with that. And especially in the African-American community, you know, I'm down with everybody. But I'm black, so I can talk about being black. It's almost like you can be punished for being happy.
1: Right. If you're not you, supposed to be happy. <laughs>
0: listen to Danny. That's listen, you're not supposed to be happy. And especially in Detroit. You talking about a place where if you walk around and smile for too long, everybody looking at you like you retarded. They think I'm on the... I know I ain't supposed to say retarded. Cognitively dissident. Whatever. I'm sorry, because I be... Fucking up the sayings of the words or how you supposed to say it. I don't want nobody banning me because I said slow. Cause I grew up when people said shit like L do anyway, never mind. I don't want to get in trouble. Point being, it's nothing wrong with it. And people will make you feel bad because you're you not are depressed.
1: Right, because you're happy.
0: Like, why the fuck I gotta be stressed out because you stressed out.
1: It's backwards.
0: It's back because you chose to be with somebody that sucks. You know what I'm saying? You knew he wasn't shit. You keep wanting to be with him. Now you at home crying. <laughs> you now I'm supposed to be mad with you because you know this nigga ain't shit. Or because you know she ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know she messed with the homies. Now you want to be at home sad while I'm out there twerking on the boat. It's not my fault. <laughs> I chose to twerk on the boat. You chose to be at home sad. Hey, we all have decisions in life. So that's my point. Do something for you. Never feel bad about choosing you first and living the lifestyle that you want to live. And and you have to balance. Life Mm -hmm. is about balance. So for all of the sad moments that you have, try to double them back with just something that gives happiness and never feel bad about choosing you first. And whatever you do after that, you do after that. I'm not talking to the users who just always sucking people dry. Not you. But to the people who sometimes we like, whoa. Because you have to find happiness. If you're on social media, stop following stuff that makes you sad. I'll give you an example. If you feel less than because you don't have money or you don't have this look, you should not be following, following that. those
1: people. <laughs> exactly. You
0: should not be following... Playmate Barbie that has a perfect life. If you're going to compare your life to that person, and it's gonna make you feel less than you know, you need
1: to follow inspirational people. Use social media for the wrong thing. Follow the things that you have interest in. You know, you might have interest in traveling. There's so many different traveling things to follow, so you can see different parts of the world on where you might want to go. You know what I mean? There's just there's just so much, it's endless content.
0: Yeah, it is. So we just want to encourage everybody. Don't forget that's the word of the day. On the Retired Hood Rap Podcast, mm-hmm. make sure you go to Comedian T. Barb. I know somebody said they don't see the YouTube page, but it's Comedian T as in Tom, B as in boy, A R be. Don't forget each and every Thursday you can listen to us on Detroit is different on all platforms. Retired Hood Rap Podcast. on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. Make sure you tune me up. You can listen at any time. Go listen to some of our previous episodes, our new episodes, and also watch us live each and every Monday on YouTube. But don't forget the episodes drop on Thursday. So that was our word of the day. Now it's time for our Hood Rap Prayer. Before we get off into this guest, we do have our guest in studio though i'm going to introduce them really quickly First, this guy right here is Detroit is different. Um, He is one of, okay, that messed up. Sorry. He is uh, my guy right here. We've been working, rocking it out. Also, the founder of the Detroit is Different 501C3 and a lot of studio. I want you guys to give it up for Kari Frazier in the
1: building. Hey.
0: Hold on. on, I felt like to give you like a little. A little. little
1: A little. Okay. A little Okay, Here you go. your little ear <laughs>
0: hey. he has a little air horn, hey, yes, a retired hood in the building. Also, this next guest, you can catch this funny lady all over the country doing her thing she's hilarious straight out the 616 um. grand raggedy also known as grand Rapids, also known as i don't know gunroo gunroo giving out the 616 <laughs> for my girl the funny the hilarious danny red thank you
1: thank you for having me thank you for having me my pleasure. And
0: some air horns. <laughs> hey. Okay. And then on, are they going crazy on TikTok? Uh, my boy, Pimp PQP say, is she as cute as you? And she is.
1: Thanks. That's Danny Redwine. Hi, honey. Come to my page and look at my pics.
0: <laughs> she said, Go yeah. to her page. I'm really good at selfies. <laughs> She's good at selfies. That's
1: <laughs> some bomb ass selfies. You know what I'm saying? I
0: got some bomb. <laughs> Ow. Ow. So, welcome to the Retire Hill Podcast. So, let's get our prey on. Like I said, go over if you want to see the whole show live, Comedian T Barb on YouTube. But right now, uh, this is where we choose to drop, bow our heads. If you're driving, please don't do so. Remember, it's not about any particular deity at all. What it's about is putting a positive inspiration into the air. So whether it's Jehovah, Ishnu, yourself, 5%ers, It don't matter. We just about to get our pray on. If you ain't with it, say, uh, this ain't the part of the show for me and come on back. So here we go. And I'm going to say, dear God, because I believe in God. Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing us here today. We understand that it is a blessing to wake up each and every day. And God, I just ask that you bless somebody with inspiration to chase their dreams, inspiration to be more financially stable, inspiration to be a better parent, a better mother, a better brother, and also inspiration to take care of themselves. God, I just ask that you bless somebody with self esteem right now, God. It's somebody out there who need a little boost in their life. They don't feel worthy. They don't feel able, but God, let them know that they are able. Let them know that you don't have to stay where you start, God. Let them know that you can be anything that you want to be, that you don't have to be a product environment unless you want to be. God, whatever you want to do, you can be the best at it. I hope that you just ask some inspiration in someone's life so that they may change their lives or they may live a better version of the life that they're living because we all deserve to live our best life, God. God, We just asking those things in your name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Oh, give me some air horns. That was a a
1: prayer. prayer. (laughs) prayer prayer. Pass the plate around to the left.
0: Okay, everybody, collection plates, please. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get our collection? chapel per se. Okay, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm like, hold on, why am I not? Well, I'm
2: now. I don't know if air horns are in the chapel per se, but Well, so... air
0: horns is in the chapel of the Church of Joy Road. <laughs> <laughs> the da, Church da, of da.
2: Joy Road. <laughs> <laughs>
1: K. D. Z. of the uh, deacon. Uh, 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 Joy Rose. K.
0: D. Z. might be the deacon because I'm from Joy Rose, <laughs> and we are live on the retired hood rap podcast. Her live on Detroit is different, so make sure that. And you I'm live in. on
1: IG right now on Danny underscore Redwine. You
0: want to see Danny Redwine? She is live on IG. Danny underscore Redwine. I'm live on TikTok comedian T Barb, which I'm getting ready to get off TikTok. So if you want to see the rest of the show, come over to youtube but before i get off of here there are so many things to talk about okay yes okay so many things to talk about also we got your boy kari fraser in the building who will be talking about an initiative that we have going on with a mm-hmm. live studio detroit mm-hmm. is different um but kari we can't just let you go that easy you already know that well wow. um, because this week in detroit only in detroit so saturday may 28th there was a show at the fox theater if yes. you're not familiar with detroit the fox <sighs> theater is the highest of the, high, the theater the theater to be at mm-hmm. monique the famous hilarious comedian monique you know her just from being monique she is famous the parkers queen's of comedy she's definitely a queen precious but yep. She came to Detroit and kind of acted up a little bit. So what happened was there was a show with her and D.L. Hewley, uh, you know, D.L. Kings of Comedy, Radio. They've all had their own shows. Um, And Monique comes on stage for 12 minutes, hosted by Josh Adams, so mm-hmm. slept on straight out of Detroit, one of the yes, funniest brothers yes. in the country. Give it up Man, for and
1: I, and I heard a lot. I heard a lot about Josh. Oh, they they said, said Josh killed it. Josh they kills said it every Josh. time. Man, I'm so proud of him. Josh
0: is hilarious. Like, Josh is up. hilarious. Straight up, always Is been hilarious. hilarious, every
1: time. <laughs> every time.
0: <laughs> every time. So Josh uh, hosts the show, mm-hmm. and Monique comes out, and for 12 minutes, goes on a rant where she says that she was the headliner. Liner. If you want to go over to my TikTok comedian T-Barb or my Instagram I am T-Barb. I posted a little clip um, a, about 12 minutes um, of going there. Carrie was actually at the show. Mm-hmm. So like I said, uh, Monique said she was the headliner. She shouldn't have been last. She said DL stands for down low. Um she said a, she lot, said of a lot of She said a lot of Oh, Curry man. you were there tell us uh what happened
1: How was the energy How was the energy? I mean First, the tell energy, us what happened
2: Uh we've all witnessed Monique over the past I don't know shit 6 7 years it was like an extension of everything you would think of Monique it's <laughs> it's uh, the world against her so I mean she I mean to me it was I, you know, it was in vogue with that. Um, <laughs> I was sitting next to one of the promoters. So, the promoter, she even like when she said, you know, that the promoter wasn't shit and doing business wrong, she was looking at one of the promoters. <laughs> so, it's like, you know. Really?
0: So, you hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you were sitting next to the promoter. Well, it was, like, well, his one lady,
2: and then one of the promoters, like, right there. So she was, like, looking right at us. Saying, While she's like, talking you know,
0: about... <laughs> so what is the... Okay,
1: this is inside scoop. Monique, Monique is a thug.
0: <laughs> Monique is a thug. But listen, <laughs> this is gangster. So what does the promoter do as Monique is staring at him?
2: He was like, I mean, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. So, I mean, this is... I mean you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I don't know i i assume it's probably going to be like about a year and a half from now where she'll be saying 50 cent is down low and <laughs> fucked up and don't know nobody i mean it seems like the only man she gets along with is her husband but you know more power to whatever mm, what that more was power kind of a, that's that a was hit. a
0: that was a hit that was okay in my
2: in my but in my publicly what man has she uh, exalted in the same vein so other did than she, her husband. I know she, she does business with her husband.
1: So when know? she came out on stage, did she just walk right out mm-hmm. on stage and just started going in instantly?
2: I mean, she hyped up the crowd. I mean, she a legend. She know what she's doing. So, yeah. you know, it's like a real bitch back in Detroit, a real bitch back in Detroit. And I wasn't about to come on stage but these whole... I mean, y'all seen the tape. These <laughs> whole ass fucking fuck... Bitch ass niggas got me <laughs> fucked up. They got me fucked up, and a bitch was fucked up. But I love you, Detroit. But a bitch was fucked up, and you know, you know, so it's and like, it just okay, escalated yeah. from there. I guess. I mean, it's like this. I was like, you know, as as we follow on T Barbs, uh, only in Detroit. I mean, this is like family dollar conversations. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's like okay. I mean, shit. You know, so about twelve minutes between. The promoter, Oprah, a lot on DL, feeling sad for DL's wife. He's such a coward. Oh, man. You know. And and, what's the
1: DL stand for? Yeah, I mean,
2: uh. the download. I mean, but in reality, I I don't know what's real, what's not real, and how things lay. I do know it seems like they were co-headliners, whatever the fuck that means. I mean, it really don't make no difference. I think if you're just, in my opinion, it may be one of those things where she don't really want to work with these promoters no more. Uh, it may be one of those things. This may be promotion for the BMF series or something else that she's doing. It keeps her name in the news. It seems like shit, you know, people like drama. People like drama. People like this type of shit. People would have not have been talking about either one of them if stuff like this didn't happen. Maybe they backstage saying, all right, this is what you're going to do. Call me a bitch ass nigga uh, when you start to say. I don't know what's real and what ain't real these days when it comes to this media stuff but I do know we respond to stuff like this a whole lot more uh the mm-hmm. crowd was with her she killed uh it was a lot of women in the audience and women she she you know she's a great storyteller mm-hmm. um she knows Monique how to command the stage great.
1: Monique great great
2: um you know she she delivered you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so e- even in the show you know talking about DL talking about the promoter talking about Steve Harvey talking about Oprah Uh talking about Lee Daniels talking about uh you know you know what I'm saying so it's like you know of if you've worked with her
1: Mm -hmm.
2: probably you know what I'm saying post parkers you, you you probably gonna you know what I'm saying get Netflix you you you're not gonna get you know what I'm saying you're gonna get you're gonna hear something about it you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. like I say, I mean, I would only assume, and that's why it's, like, not a shot at her. I guess y'all see it as a shot, but it seems like her husband is the one that's exalted. Oh, talk about Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you know, and I, and she probably got reasons for saying this. The story she told about DL, if true, which I I, I mean, I can only take as true, well, yeah, that shit was crazy. She told the story that, like, she came on DL's radio show one time, and... His co-host, and she was like, this is how I knew he was a bitch-ass nigga. I thought we was, um, you know, like, in this fraternity of comedians together. The, co- asked, the co-host asked, and I know it was for this bitch-ass nigga, according to her, would you rather have your husband take it from Lee Daniels in the in the back or uh, have sex with uh, Corinne Steffens with a condom on, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that, that's, you know, if you know what I mean, if I'm believing all that to be true mm-hmm. and it was on his show. But as I know how these shows go, uh you know, we don't know what the hell some of these comedians, you know what I'm saying? Our guests come on shows just saying wild shit, like I say, to end up on media takeout and then give your take on it and then you come out and say, oh, I was exhausted and I was going through depression and I didn't expect her as somebody I look up to to come at me like that. Like, who the fuck know? I don't know what's real and what ain't real. It's like, right. are we in a matrix? Right. Especially when it comes How to How was the, all the, the energy in the
1: room? How's the energy? Did it Was everybody hyped? Was, was there some cringing? Was there...
2: I mean, nah. I mean, Detroiters like Shit like that You yeah, know what I'm saying So yeah. espe- Well I think Especially packaged Now y'all gonna feel different Package from a woman I think that type of energy It comes off differently If a man Were to Like if DL Were to have Opened for her And came at her I think that would've Like pulled the crowd Like yeah What the fuck are you doing You know what right, I'm saying right. But You know You know I, I, And and God knows I'm sure That uh I'm... You know it, it didn't And then especially The way DL's comedy is Like it it kind of, you know, it, it's a different type of crowd. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. more political. I think he just kind of sort of addressed it and then just kept it kind of moving right. right into his jokes. Right. You know, that's why I was even surprised that he even put something up on his uh, Instagram about it because I thought he was just going to completely sidestep this whole thing. Right. Because, like I say, this gets a conversation going, mm-hmm. especially he for he in
1: he, k- he kind of did sidestep it though. Well, on stage... On on, on stage, I guess he said a few jokes about it, moved on, like you said. But even in social media, he just said, look, y'all can get the ticket. You see who the headliner is on the ticket. Like, this is... I don't understand what the confusion is. But
2: I I think by addressing it anyway, it kind of gives credence to, like, now you got a back and forth. In that back and forth arena, I assume she's stronger in that sense. Mm -hmm. Period. Uh, He's not stupid. So I'm sure he'll come up with something clever, but I think she's going to be, she's going to outsmart him in that world and be more clever. Like in this, in this whole, what it is, he's just going to say the industry don't like you. I mean, the the thing is she has a predominantly black audience. The industry is a part of a machine that's outside of audiences, like where black people are. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like, you know, the audience that Monique is talking to probably feel like how she feels every day at their job. I mean, Uh, and I get that. I get
1: that. But I guess I feel like, well, shit, maybe in Danny, just in Danny's world. But I feel like even if she took the approach that DL did, when she just came out on stage, did maybe a couple of minutes of, of rant and then gotten to her jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like broke it down real quick and, and made her point and then kept it moving. I just feel like Monique wasted way too much time to be a little bit messy. You know what I mean? Like, you still at the end of the day, we still want to see Monique like Monique is funny. she's talented. So we want to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I guess I just feel like as I would
2: a... I would say as a comedian.
1: Mm-hmm. OK,
2: both of y'all like so yeah. like as a comedian, would you rather I mean, right now crowds are caught up on the spectacle shit. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm sure Dave Chappelle gave a great set when old boy tackled him. Right. But at the end of the day, would, 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 do people rather walk away having an Instagrammable moment? Like, I was there when Monique cussed out D.L. Hughley, or or do they just appreciate the art for the art? Would they rather... You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about crowds, mm-hmm. are crowds right now That's at the a point where they question. would rather have... And I know it is a loaded, but in my mind, like, you know, the, the way this comedy shit's going, if DC Young Fly gets into a fight with Chico Bean, I think people would rather watch that than just watch a comedy show mm. cuz it's like oh it's instagrammable and i get to talk about it and then it's like i can be walking out and say hey guess what these you know right. they right so was you're scrapping. saying now
1: in today's world the moment is better is is more important than the craft i mean i'm asking you like what do I, you think i i well i don't know i guess it's kind of two sided i don't know can it be like what, what's the word for that both yeah, dubla
0: entendre. Yes, that's what it is. It's it's
1: kind of a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Like, we still want to be creative as comedians. Like, you see, people do stuff like people can do a video, a a, a TikTok, and go viral. You know what I'm saying? It's been done over and over, mm-hmm. but they still are people that get up on stage and perform in front of audiences and still can keep so- a crowd and still, you know what I'm saying? Like they can transition. There's some people that don't. Some people capitalize off of the social media, that's all they do. And they can't transition that on stage, but you know. So, so
2: I guess my question is less about you as the comedian and mm-hmm. more putting on a hat as like the promoter or whoever, or like just what do you think the audience, the offering of the audience? Like, if a while, if some wild shit happens, mm-hmm. does the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like, are, have we been, like, I think right now we may be more conditioned to wanna see some wild shit than. Just want to see a good show.
1: Right. Right.
2: You know what I mean? Like, for the people that saw Dave Chappelle on Friday. I get, on, I get what Friday you're saying. I get what you're saying. nobody tackled him. Do they feel like, I, I?
1: damn, I wish I was at the show I where get, he got tackled. I No, I get what you're saying. But I do think people generally come out to enjoy a good comedy show. I got you. You know what I mean? Like, I do. Um... And and there are a lot of good shows. Like me and Barb really? just did a show in uh, Battle Creek and it was an all-women's lineup. Mm-hmm. We tore that room down and they want us to come back. Like they enjoyed the show. They were there for comedy. We gave them a show. They enjoyed the show. Now, if, if some drama happened, then yeah, probably maybe something might have went viral. <laughs> you know what I mean? But people came out to enjoy a show. So I think people, that's their initial... You know, people need to laugh. <laughs> like, You know, it's so much shit going on now. Comedy really is is taking a hit, but at the same time, it don't stop people from coming out to shows. People still want to laugh.
2: I, I agree, but it's like, I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know where... And I mean, it's just not comedy. It's, I mean, a sad, like, other acts in our country. Like... That clout chasing is big now. Like yeah, when Darius Bennett was in the show, because they'll talk
1: about this more than they'll talk about the school shootings and stuff that's going on that they don't report. Or or
2: anything like even to me, the 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 reason to want to be a school or mass shooter is more on attention and clout. Like, and it's like now I can be tied to some wild shit. The dude that pulled the pistol on on um. On Mike Tyson at the at the comedy show where Darius Bennett was on stage.
1: Uh-huh.
2: That ties Darius Bennett now to an audience of people that's like, oh, who the who it was a comedian on stage mm-hmm. while a guy pulled a gun on Mike Tyson. Darius is funny, but he's gathered more attention from that act, from that act right than just his act. Right. You know, Josh yeah. is probably gonna get more attention now because of this mm-hmm. than just his act.
1: Right. Um, but that's kind of how I feel with the Monique thing. I feel like the the, the 12 minutes of the rant like outshines her talent. I th- you know what I mean? It outweighs her talent. It takes away from it. I think, so
0: I think, okay, it's a couple things.
1: And that's just from I, my comedic standpoint. I
0: mean, because it's two ways to look at this incident with Monique. Okay, because I'm looking at it as a comedian. Then you can look at it as someone in the in audience. The audience mm-hmm. And then as a a promoter and a producer i can look at it from that standpoint so of course i think that your experience in life and what you've been used to or whatever you've been doing is going to contribute to how you see this incident right you know and so some people are like kari said looking at as a as a black woman but what i will say because when we talked about it yesterday One of the comedians gave me a viewpoint I wasn't thinking of. The viewpoint that they gave me on the Monique thing was our job is to entertain. And that in some respects, entertainment can be you cracking a joke and the joke being funny. In some respects, entertainment can be it was an argument. Look at reality TV. Nothing is real mm-hmm. about reality TV. We don't give a fuck that if it's real or not. What we give a fuck about is, is if it they, entertaining? They, is they going to argue? Is it going to fight? Is it going to Right. I think right. we're so desensitized right now because mm-hmm. we have access to so much. Think about when the internet first came out. When you saw wild shit, you was like blew away. Mm-hmm. Now, wild shit is
1: it's nothing. dime
0: a dozen. It's you nothing. can see somebody fighting. dime a dozen. It's nothing. You look at only in Detroit. Mm-hmm. only in detroit people l- love that and i think even when i post something like some people will be like post something positive when i post something positive people don't guess watch what that? the people don't know they watch it but guess what <laughs> they go on there and say especially the white people detroit is a shithole show the real detroit you know we don't want to see the landscape somebody's getting robbed down the street if you go look at the comments it's unbelievable comments are hilarious
2: <laughs> okay, okay, I haven't looked at the comments. So I just look at it. But but I would imagine people watch... And you just said what I'm saying. like So, and she's talented enough, like, and she's been doing it long enough where she's packaged it, where, you know, I guess as comedians, you get to another level in game where yeah. you can speak and it's still entertaining. She knows how to tell a story with... Like, she molded and blended the story as much as it was unexpected We're still like captured our attention. And like what you said, like, did it capture our attention? And it gave us an experience because that's what we're selling. And now I know that for now and evermore, I'm able to even be on here and speak about it because I was in this experience, which like I said, I don't know. You were in
0: the audience. And so I would have been amazed to be in the audience and sitting next to the promoter. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother level yeah. of being in the audience mm-hmm. at that show with Monique and yeah. the Fox mm-hmm. and then to see how DL bounced back because I do agree with you Kari. I can't lie, if it would have been a man who came out and bashed a woman first it would have been a whole oh, another nother thing it's almost like Definitely. this and I know this is going to be a controversial statement but I don't care, it's almost like when you see a girl that's really big wear a very scantily clad outfit and everybody says body positivity but if somebody who just strapped up wear the same outfit they're going to say she's dressed like oh she's promiscuous she's dressed like a slut it's no longer just body positivity because Mm -hmm. of the body type yeah then you even look at this i'm gonna take it a step further and oh god please don't bet for my career Get started when i think about something like um like a Pride weekend, right? And so I love Pride. I go to the weekends every time. Sometimes I see guys I'm like press with mute just, button on her right. I'm now. just saying with just tassels on their genitals alone, that's not the message. Right. But there are some people instead of saying he got his dick out, they are gonna say he's showing pride in his sexuality, which I don't agree with. That I think you just want to be freaky. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay to say when some people just want to be freaky and some people are exerting pride. I'm sorry. Ass out, tassels out, uh, thongs in public, all of that. And not on the beach. I'm talking about just walking up and down Jefferson and Woodward. That's freaky. That's (laughs) freaky. I don't give a damn. It's freaky. So let's just say I'm a freak and let's not say pride in this or that. So that's my only thing. That's my only thing. And And I'm just being honest with that because we we blur the line as a society so much. There is a difference between having pride in who you are as a person, and I just want to be nasty. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I it's think, a difference.
2: But I also think like, okay, so like, you know, back in the 80s, Lamar on Leven- Revenge of the Nerds was <laughs> <laughs> that was like, okay, that was over the top for 80 85 or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right now, it's back to like attention. You're going to keep pushing the envelope. And some mm-hmm. people are more skilled at it, like what you said with reality TV. I think Monique is more skilled at what she's building, and all of this, I'm sure, will lead to a special. So as much as she may not work with this promoter again, possibly, other promoters are looking like, this captured attention. This is what people want to see. Yeah. This is this is something that people are talking Detroit about. Detroit
1: was
0: entertained.
2: It's exactly. going to be talked about so, forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So if, if that happens, then... I think from the promoter's standpoint, like even when people come to me and offer like, you should get this person, you should get that person. Some of the, you should get this person, that person's, it's like, okay, what's going on here?
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
0: saying? Well, that's just like, if you think about this, even in getting uh, booked or doing shows, sometimes when you come out to not just even these comedy shows, but shows period, the person has been booked on popularity and not talent.
1: Yeah. So the popularity is we like to see
0: them act the fool. That's just like now with comedy. All comedy is not punchline joke. I wrote this down. Some Mm -hmm. comedy now is a person could come out on a stage. I really believe this. And to the right crowd, Piss on the ground and be drunk and roll around and people are going to laugh. They're not laughing because of the jokes. They're laughing because this person making a fool of themselves and we like to laugh at that now. Right. So there's hundreds of thousands.
1: There's hundreds of styles of comedy. That sounds like OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) You can can just uh, list, just just put list types of comedy comedy in Google and there's going to give you a shitload of.
2: It's like different types Holy of comedy. fans, like yeah, smack that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, smack it like this.
0: <laughs> but I think, like with the Monique thing, I just think that it's so many levels. I think you're gonna look at it however you want to look at it, based on who you are. As a promoter, somebody's gonna say, "I would never do that." And some people are gonna say, "as As a performer, I would just do my job and address whatever issues later behind the scenes." Some people say, "Hey, you can do it, just not for." 12 minutes you know what i'm saying i mean it's like okay now now i gotta now i gotta be the guy
2: that speaks okay go ahead um you all are women performers so and i've seen it so like meaning i don't know dirtbag wild boy whatever angle creepy behavior like women get messed with differently in this industry you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so I, i do think that some of The way Monique does business with her husband probably has changed the way the industry even looks at engaging and interacting with her. So I think that probably plays a role, meaning like, damn, now it's a guy that's really representative of her in this position. So sometimes it may hit a breaking point where you got to get on stage and, you know, let off some shit where a man wouldn't have to go through that. Because y'all is seeing some shit where it's like, this is too far line stepping where I'm sick of this shit and now they hit a wall and I'm going there. Like in my mind, I could see a woman coming from that space just because it is different.
0: Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I, I think I think once again, I think the the reaction, what I'm learning, what I'm learning is that um I'm trying to learn not to be a judgmental person. And hold on, I do, I got to say this comment. So, uh, so John's like say, I want to walk the earth how God made me. Dick swinging like a potato on a rope, happy Friday. Well, he, okay. he needs, <laughs> to, get, <laughs> he he needs to get to the Amazon. to I it. It's, it's swing
2: a lot it of sugar, tribes where it. that shit is,
1: It's a
2: lot of tribes where that shit is socially acceptable.
0: <laughs> right, right. Okay. So I just had to say because that was hilarious. Not dick swinging like a potato.
1: Swing but it, sugar.
0: My point is, I try not to be judgmental because depending on what you've been through in life or the position you play in life will depend on how you feel about Monique. Like Kari said, if you're a woman and you tired and me, I have been doing this, this and that, you're going to feel like right on sister. If you're a professional, because we're, we all handle things differently. Mm-hmm, absolutely. We, I'm tactful, but If you're talking about a strategic boss move to keep your name popping, Mm -hmm. that was the fucking move. If you wanted to be on TMZ, if you needed to be on the news, if you wanted to wake up and go viral on Shade Room, what Monique did at the Fox
1: was Mm -hmm. the way to play. Right. But that's always the part she's playing is what I'm saying. Like, it's always, you know what I mean? It's, It's always some beef, some beef. Like, Danny sound like what I said when I came in. It, it, <laughs> it's, I, it, it's just always
2: something. But, like, but if it always, do you want to be...
1: carry that energy all the time? Is that what you is that what you want your legacy to be? Is that what you want to be known as? It, like, it, oh shit, I'm afraid to say this because she's gonna get everybody on her side, and all the black women are gonna be mad at us now because Monique said something. What's like, her
2: name? Uh, Doug Christie wife on the Basketball Wild Show uh-huh. and uh. Needy like that brand mm-hmm. kind of due to yeah. so, reality TV Um, Tony Braxton's sister like yeah. that brand mm-hmm. which kind of Take plays my- into an ar- archetype of angry black woman that's like sassy and stuff so it's marketable and it, it, it's angleable like right I get it I get it I get saying?
1: the sass Mo, Mo is my sister in the Zodiac she's this crazy ass sag. you know what I'm saying so I get I get her and her fire. I just feel like sometimes you have to, you have to direct I it. Think, I think so. You have I, to direct it I'm some ways. Okay, That's before odd.
0: we move on, because I definitely... Be a little uh, more tactful. We have Kari Frazier from Only in Detroit in the building, so we definitely want to talk about a lot of studio, that movement. And I want to tap on Yvazi, what happened. We got your girl, Danny red wine pew, in pew, pew, the pew. building. <laughs> And well, we also, like I said, have Kyrie Frazier from Detroit is different in the <laughs> But I want to say this, because Kyrie definitely said something that I want to print on, because you said it continues the angry Black woman narrative. I'm going to agree with that. And to me, if you didn't know that that situation was biased, because I watched this show called Selling Sunset, right? Uh huh. It's a girl on there that stars nothing but shit. As a matter of fact, well, Ocho all Cinco of them, wife. Ocho Cinco oh, no, no, wife no. That's selling right? Tampa. Oh shit. Selling oh, Sunset is the original one with all the white girls who sell the real estate in California But because I had I had God. Danny watching it. Yeah,
1: I watched a little bit of it.
0: They act they argue all the they time. They are very messy. They get into it all the time. Uh, you, you have time. one that lie and tell this one, this and this one that, but they'll never get the rep as the angry white, white woman. woman. They at mansions having arguments in front of millionaires and billionaires and do not give a fuck. This is what they want to argue about at this time. So (laughs) what I'm saying is that that narrative is just something that's going to stick with us because it's a way to shut us up and to keep us quiet. Even though there is always a time and a place to do things and that's my
1: only thing that's my only thing that you know she was at the fox if you want to cut up cut up for like four minutes strong okay you know what i'm saying (laughs) and then get
0: into your jokes like ig live we have a comment that says monique is the truth i like that she's able to stand up for herself and speak her mind i applaud i do too my
1: boy max i mean i just want her to be more tactful with it you know what i'm saying that's it i love monique I just want her to move a little bit different because I'm sick of everybody saying that. You know what I'm saying? That Monique is hard to work with and she's, you know, the angry black woman. I'm tired of seeing it because Monique is fucking funny. Mon- Be- before she's anything else, she's funny.
0: I think you that, know what I'm once again, they're going to say what they want to say about her. Um, like I said, I have my own opinions from as a producer or as a comedian. What I will say is that strategically beef is the move that doesn't have to be unfortunately that does not you know? have to be your legacy but beef is the move mm-hmm. that's one thing so so let's just let's yeah. just go there beef is the move and two regardless of whether you agree with Monique or not she got her name popping right now now will it end up haunting her will it be a will smith popping because we talked about will for a long time and now he's been banned bam, banned, banned i think he's gonna come back way greater later because that's usually what too. happens I but right too. now it was a so it could go either way let's see monique d.l hewley detroit only in detroit does that kind of stuff happen on the stage and shout out to my comedy sister crystal P. comedy she said i look gorgeous Thank you. Boom. Boom. Moving on. We are on the Retired Hood Rap Podcast live on Detroit is different. Make sure you go check us out every Thursday Um, live episodes. We take on Monday but Thursday you can hear us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel Comedian T-Barb. I'm trying to get to 500. I'm almost there. So go over there. Go subscribe. Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Yeah
1: and I gotta and get, get some so I can go live on TikTok. Y'all gotta Go to go Danny follow Red me. I need TikTok. some followers. I'm. I'll. I'll get better with my TikToks. I promise. Cause she ain't been doing shit uh, on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I. But- I just have to learn all the. You know the little tricks. Dance moves.
0: But- <laughs> I need like a tutorial. I need a tutor.
1: A I TikTok need a TikTok tutor. tutor. Go,
0: auntie. Go, auntie. <laughs> TikTok tutor. Auntie in the building. Okay. So moving forward, we got your boy. Like I said, kari Fraser in the building. Only in Detroit is one of my uh, monikers on social media. But if you don't know, I tape my hood, my uh, podcast, Retired Hood Rap Podcast on Detroit Is Different. So Detroit Is Different has been getting down. Uh, Kari Frazier is the founder of Detroit Is Different and also an initiative called A Lot of Studio, yes, which yes. I am a brand ambassador for. I'll be hosting mm-hmm. an event there June 23rd. So uh, let's give it up for Kari and hear what he has going on, everybody. Air Horns! thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So I'm glad to be here. Uh, glad you're on the network and glad to be doing a lot of studio again. It is a podcast performance experience right outside in the neighborhood. Uh, over here, you're gonna be in the campgrounds of what Detroit is different is right in the hood. 1634 Clement Street. We're kicking off June 16th, Thursday, June 16th, five o'clock to nine o'clock. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna solidify. Where I, I got a big announcement on a performer coming probably tomorrow, but uh, the first one we're talking about funding the Black community, just different discussions we have on Detroit is different. But just in an open setting, I wanted to um, I wanted to continue the legacy of what happened with the Detroit is Different podcast festival in 2019. But COVID kind of shifted what would happen with that. So when COVID shifted what would happen. In 2020, we were thinking, how do we do this again? We got to do something outside. And I started my garden boxes and my garden. I was like, let's do it out here. Let's let's do it on property I own instead of thinking about renting a space and carrying things. It's the hood. It definitely is what uh, people label as blight and all of that stuff. I got real hood neighbors. You
1: know what I'm saying? So, like, we saw, but it when it's, we uh,
2: <laughs> but it's fun. You know what I'm saying? It's it's fun, and you'll find that like it's a cool vibe because I'm off the service drive of the lodge freeway. You're here. But you sometimes it, it'll be
0: scary how quiet it is and how chill it is. Like, you'll be like, damn. well, you know? let, let, let me say this. Let me say this as well. As far as, um, of course, we have listeners from all across the country, all across the world. But one thing about Detroit that kills me and and, and June 23rd, I'll be hosting mm-hmm. one of the a lot of studio events and we'll be talking real estate Um, And how to make that happen. Right. When we talking about real estate and what's going on in the city and what happens in Detroit is that we have areas with some light, with some dirt, with whatever you want to call it. And we don't want to move over there. But we get upset when other cultures say, you know what, (laughs) I'm going to come clean it up for this price, because I bet a lot of people didn't know. And I just read an article on this. The average price of rent in this city will be $2,000 by Oh, this I summer. saw that article. That's what, yeah, I was looking
2: at it. $2,000
0: so, yeah. in Detroit. The average, not for something nice, average. That means that if you have a one, two bedroom, they're talking $2,000, three bedroom, $2,000 a month. When you could have bought a piece of property and if we all buy property on the same block and clean it up. Now, don't get me wrong. That's like, where I live, I was a little uh, I was real, uh, why? I just saw the potential and investment. So we have to stop pulling up places and saying uh, and then get mad when a year or two later, because even on this block, a lot of studios on Clements, I see the houses they're knocking down now and how, and it made mm-hmm. a huge difference just once. seeing, just so I can imagine bound. when they come back when
1: and it come back, mm-hmm. yeah, gonna
2: be and, over. and I mean, it's one of those things where I, this is another gender difference too. Y'all and can you still can buy a house a in
1: Detroit for a dollar.
2: No, um, that <laughs> I don't program think so. is over. Sort I got a of, couple but of dollars. Like, that program, okay, because everybody knows it's like a, a worldwide yeah, it's a lot of known big, yeah, it program. A, uh, it was so a big like program. when you buy that pro when you buy a home for that, mm-hmm. and this is where we where t is going to really unpack. And you're going to get this information for show if you show up, like, seriously. If you're June thinking 23rd. about a house, June 23rd, come, because I'm going to have uh, Attorney Anthony Adams is going to come. He's a real estate attorney, uh, former deputy mayor. He just ran for should and won. I supported him. But, uh, but he's going to talk... Uh, T-Barb is like a real person that has really done what people talk that whole taking your money and buying a house like she's done it. So she's gone through the arc. So this is the thing when you buy the dollar property, you're held to these obligations of bringing this house up to coal within a certain, certain time amount of time. Frame. Okay. And that even can become a difficulty finding mm-hmm. the right contractors that yes. can work on this stock. Right. The stock of houses here, they're so old. Yes. And it's not mm-hmm. like you're going to be able to get home equity loan improvements. You're not going to... Even if you go to right. your credit union you've been with for seven years, they'll be like, look, mm-hmm. we're give you five bands on that. Five bands? Right. And you know, so you're going to need a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to... You're going to need some credits. Uh, uh-huh. Definitely some credit. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to figure out ways to secure it while working on a property. Because right. like if you... I mean we, we I'm going to just be honest if you throw a hot water tank, a furnace, a uh, new duct work, um, you know, uh windows and stuff like that, probably them people that you had fix your house may turn around and that stuff going to catch legs.
0: But that's what's cool about a lot of studio, I think, and the information. Because one thing I will say, and that's why you got to come out like say June 23rd, it kicks Mm -hmm. off June 16th. And every week will be a different topic, Mm -hmm. you know, because we even have a farming topic. But even on June 23rd, one thing about the city, people don't understand this, there are long-term and short-term investments. And real estate investments aren't the same investments that your grandparents made. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. You want to own a parcel of land just because you see how they're taking the cost of living up so this is where we are separating the owners people who have uh equity and property and assets from people who don't but from a financial everyday standpoint you don't have to own the property anymore to make money because now we have the uber model the airbnb models uber does not own a car but they make money off the software so there's different levels to, to home ownership but anyway but, it's more about coming to just a lot of studio right, period it, right. it is
2: but you're going to get a lot of game like this because like people you know and, and everything going to have a, like a black theme kind of going throughout but you know black home ownership is what she talked about is is key um you know so each each week we're going to, you know, it's going to be fun. And my favorite types of events are what, like, I'm creating spaces that I like. I love this podcasting, hence Detroit is different, the studio. And, you know, we even have a Studio B. But um, the spaces that I like most are spaces where you can kind of tap into what's going on, but then you can kind of pull off to the side and then have a conversation with your people, uh, your lady, your man, um, you know, your kids or whatever, like, It's not the type of what I call uh, it's not a experience offering where it's going to take and consume all of your attention. It's the type of experience where you can kind of vibe out, be present and and chill and enjoy what's happening. Uh, T-Barb came out last year and she stayed like and I know this is how I know I'm creating something good because T-Barb got a million and one things to do. (laughs) She planned on staying for like. Maybe five minutes. She stayed way longer. So that tells me this is a good experience. It's one of those things where it's Mm -hmm. like, this is a cool kickback. And that's really what it's about. I don't like experiences, though I know they they play a role where you feel like, I got to be paying attention. Like, you know, when you go to church, your pastor looks like he's looking at you, where it's like, damn, I can't even get up and go to the bathroom. And if I get a peppermint, because I feel like like he's
1: talking to me. Exactly. It's like,
2: these sinners in here (laughs) focusing (laughs) on peppermints (laughs) and not Jesus. It's like, oh. So, (laughs) so, Kareem,
0: if they want to, Come out to a lot of studio and support the movement. How can they, how can they do that? How can they support um, a lot of studio? Come out. June sixteenth is the kickoff, but how can they? Is it just everybody can show up? And how can they support? uh Detroit is different than a lot of studios. Yeah.
2: Okay, so uh tall task. Last year we raised seventy five hundred dollars. This year I'm multiplying that big time. Like when doing budgets is key in business. So twenty five thousand dollars is the ask this time. I got some other keys in the mix right now. I'm at like twenty. I'm like twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars, which I know most people would be like, "What the hell is going on?" But it's getting there. I got some other cars. I got some, you know, some plays to make, but big ass for bigger stages, uh, more landscaping, uh, new equipment, just the whole nine. Like, I'm I'm scaling up the same way I scale up this studio, probably like every two to three months. It's like new stuff. It's gonna always be something new. Mm-hmm. So you can give by giving to the GoFundMe. You can search a lot of studio. If you go to GoFundMe and search a lot of studio, or if you just want to get to the cash app, it's Detroit 501c3. Detroit 501C3. So that is the dollar sign, as you know on cash tag. Uh so dollar sign Detroit. 501c3
0: that's what's up that's yep. what's up and make sure y'all go contribute and uh danny miss danny red wine yes, danny, danny Redwine, red wine miss danny red wine because we're, we're going to kick off our last topic before we get out of here don't forget to subscribe to the retired hood rat podcast on detroit is different every thursday new episodes on all platforms that's spotify apple music google play also subscribe to my youtube comedian t barb that's how you see all the episodes live as we uh tape it and don't forget we talked about monique each and every week i have different guests that's comedian t b-a-r-b go support me go out go watch my podcast go listen to the podcast on spotify all those things but listen before we get out of here this week we also have Another tragic incident happened um, in the United States. We've been talking about it so much, about mass shootings. They actually had the NRA convention in Houston over the weekend. And in Uvalde, Texas, which is a bordering uh, community off of um, Mexico, we had 19 children massacred and two adults massacred. 90-minute mass shooting by 18-year-old gunman. And I know this has been sad, but we just got to tap on it. Uh, Danny, Danny Redwine as a mother, as just as a person, a human being. um, What are some of the things we can do as a country um, to really stop? What
1: do you see us going? What is this about? I I just think mental illness is at an all time high right now. I think the pandemic has affected a lot of young adults um, socially. And um, I say that because we send our kids to school, not only to learn, but also to be uh, how to learn how to be a functioning adult in society and work and live amongst others and their differences. Um, And I think that your high school years are your most impressionable years. Like you, you know, you start forming those relationships. You start kind of figuring out who you are and what you want to be and, that's stripped from you to be at home to do classroom time on your own. Uh, the the time in the classroom is shortened because it's it's virtual now. Um, everything is inside. We're getting our groceries dropped off on our doorsteps. You know, you can get uh, fast food delivered to your house. Um, I think keeping these kids isolated has really affected them mentally because they all they've had is social media you know what i mean for two years straight it's just basically all you've had is social media basically Uh, i think and it has it's had an effect on our youth i think that there's a lot of young people that are fucked up in the head (laughs) flat out um not only do they probably come from maybe messed up backgrounds or home environments they got this this place they can escape to social media where they are just immersed in bullshit all day (laughs) all day day, all day every day it's available to them 24 7 Mm. anything is available to them 24 7 if they want to see let me just see some videos of people getting shot in the head okay we about to give you a, a compilation of people getting shot in the head you know what i'm saying like it's it's sick it's it's sick you know i just think that we don't we don't care about, you know, what's going on with the mental health as much as we should, because it's a lot of people out here jacked up. Mm.
0: I, I, I can I can uh, I can agree on that. And I just feel like it's just sad. It is it's very sad. sad. It's very I don't know sad. if there's really anything that can be said or done. No, as to- a
1: mother, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine dropping your kid off at school and then hearing people say that there's a shooter in my child's and school. And even
0: when you have to have that talk with your kids, it's so deep. When I'm dropping my son off and I'm having this talk with him, just because it's a possibility. Something that you never thought, you know, could could happen as a possibility. But any words on that, Kyrie, before we get out of here?
2: uh, Just quick, like, I had a, um, my aunt that passed away, I'm Shirley, rest in peace, but she was R.N., And she started like early 80s. And one time, I'm not going to say, but one of the celebrities passed away. And I was like, man, that's weird. And she was like, well, you know, information travels differently nowadays. Because I don't think nothing's new under the sun. I'm one of those people. But I think that before, without social media, kind of what Danny said, and just the way information just travels so fast, like you could bottle up a story and package it differently, mm-hmm. depending upon how you wanted to package the story. So, not saying like a mass shooting or like just any of this crazy psychotic stuff nowadays. It's just going to get out there mm-hmm. because somebody's going to expose what happened. Like even the Monique situation. If this was twenty five years ago, it'd just be hearsay, and D.L. Hughley would just brush it off. Mm-hmm. Monique made brush it off too you know what i'm saying but now because we had these devices where almost like anybody and everybody can become a journalist to whatever happens it changes the way all this information is even hitting you impacting you how fast it moves how much you can be like in a conversation in in people's minds so i think it interconnects where like a lot of a lot of some of the most gruesome things that my aunt said used to happen that she see in the emergency room as an rn you would never get the real story of mm. like a, a father killing you know all the kids in the house and all of that stuff because it was like what we gonna say happened is mm-hmm, yada, damn, yada, yada. Yada. you know it was carbon monoxide poisoning in this house or we gonna you know because it's basically yeah. like the nurse the the emt Uh, the detective, and it's like, we're not even going to put this out there like that. We're going to package it in a different way where it doesn't come in people's minds and hearts that it's Or we're not even going to
0: report it. And I think that that's the difference with social media. When I watched the Abercrombie and Fence documentary, one thing they said, this racism stuff's been going on, but you didn't have social media to broadcast it Mm -hmm. at the level that you do now. You could tell your friends, but it didn't go out to the whole world. So everybody didn't know that these things were happening. Like they say, a lot of things in the world have already been happening. Not, you know, people just, AR 15 because the guns are different now, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. those things. But anyway, I just want to thank everybody. So Danny, Danny Red Wine, yes, how ma'am. can people get in touch with you? Follow you, keep up
1: uh, with you. Uh you can follow me. Follow me on TikTok. So I, I need some followers on TikTok. I'm trying to get to a thousand so I can at least go live every now and then, twerk she on twerk blunt. a little something on there. You know what I'm saying? At least one. Um on and one. then on IG, which I, I I, I really need some followers on IG, too. I'd appreciate that as well. Uh, Danny, and that's D-A-N-Y, just one N, D-A-N-Y underscore red wine, R-E-D-W-I-N-E, just the way it sounds. That's my real name. It's not not a retired stripper um, on the retired Rat Show. Um, and on for Facebook, sure. Danny Red Wine. So. Ow. Ow. Everybody
0: give it up for Danny Red Wine.
1: Thanks for having me. It's been And great. Kari,
0: how can people... Uh, catch up with you and get in touch with you. Again.
2: Uh, go to Detroit is Different on Instagram, uh, or just me, Kari Frazier K H A R Y F R A Z I E R. But Detroit is different. Go to Detroit is different. You should be already on Detroit is Different. Uh, T Bar definitely waves the flag for Detroit is Different big time. We're not a gang for for if anybody's watching. It's just an no organization.
0: We're, we're a gang. <laughs> we're a gang gang, but not a gang. Don't forget it's comedian T-Barb. So go follow me on all social media platforms. TikTok, Comedian T B A R B. That's Comedian T-Barb. It's I am. T Barb on Instagram or Retired Hood Rad Mornings is the radio page, Retired Hood Rad Mornings. is Comedian T Barb on everything, so go check me out. Don't forget, I'm all over everywhere July 17th. Make sure that you tune in for a special release. I'll let you know about that coming up as well as all of my upcoming shows. June 10th we're at the MRCC, so pull up June 25th. I'm at the Colony Hall DC. I'll see you guys the weekend I think of June 17th, 16th, 17th. I'll be there. And don't forget, I'll be out in LA in July. So catch me there, catch me everywhere. Until next time, everybody, we're out retired hood rap podcast. Make sure you tune in every Thursday for new episodes. And I'm bye. Bye-bye.